Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! (laughs) You're in the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Tom, John, Special guest, Ron, uh, we got an MIA. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Dan Bush is... Uh, up in Green Bay. Up in Green Bay. Yeah, with his mom. Mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we got uh, Greg behind yeah. the... Behind all the board. computers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a... Uh, good morning. Yeah, Ron Heidenreich, our advertising manager and musky... Par excellence is with us today. Uh, anyway, uh, Greg, uh, we got to talk. I got to talk to Greg a sec because last week, uh, Greg was uh, in Sherpers on Friday. I think it was Friday, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was a Friday, yes. And uh, and 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 of course, Bushy last week. I said, yeah, I met your lovely wife, and Bushy right away. He's going on about why is it everybody says the lovely wife when they meet somebody. I don't know. I, maybe it's a thing of respect or something. I don't know. But anyway, you and your missus celebrated your two-year anniversary. They went up to uh, 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 Door County. We did. And then you took a bus to Green Bay. We did. We for, for we the, went up to Green Bay, or we went up to Sturgeon Bay on Sturgeon Sunday, Bay. Yeah. and we took a shuttle out of Sonny's Pizzeria to the Packer game, saw the Packers defeat the New York Giants. Went back to Sturgeon Bay, stayed at the lovely Super 8. The lovely. (laughs) It was very lovely because it was the cheapest thing around. (laughs) Because coming home from a Packer game, you know you you really want to stay somewhere luxurious just to lay your head down. Yeah, right. (laughs) You're just tired. Exactly. So then uh, the next following day, we woke up early and took the Door County Wine Trail and stopped at about uh, eight different wineries for wine tasting. That's dangerous. Where we ended up in Sister Bay. And uh, stayed there for the next couple of days. Wow! At a bed and breakfast or another Super Eight? We stayed. No, we <laughs> stayed at the Birchwood Lodge. Yeah, which is right where Fifty Seven and Forty Two come together oh, in sure. Sister Bay. Yeah, very very nice place. Oh. I would recommend it. Oh, that's nice. Sounds like you guys had a great time. We had a wonderful time. So you didn't take your like wife fishing from shore someplace? We did not. <laughs> <clears throat> no. <clears throat> we went. We went on a uh, boat. My wife really wanted to go on a, a boat tour oh. on Tuesday. So we went against the shoreline, 
and did a lighthouse and cave tour. Nice. A cave? Mm-hmm. What caves? I guess there's some caves off of uh, Peninsula State Park. Yeah? There, yeah, there better be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, but uh, and oh, you know, I'll tell you what, that's actually a good place to fish, you know, when where you take the catch the ferry to go from Door County over to Washington Island. Mm-hmm. Right. Right on those docks there, you can stand there and catch fish right, right there. Yeah, that's where they have majority of their yeah. um, fishing guides. Yeah, are out of Gills Rock, yeah. right over there. Right. Yeah, that's all right. And so you didn't want to, because that's I for my. Well, that was your second anniversary. So, but for my honeymoon, I I took my wife uh, fishing up to Eagle River. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful area too. My wife, see, my wife was more interested in uh, wine. Then really, yeah, she's more interested in wine than fishing. Oh, so well, she can... needs to get drunk to look at me. So <laughs> <laughs> you should carry a uh, bottle of Boone's Farm with you. Boone's Farm, <laughs> yeah, that, that's it's a blast from that, past. That's that's, yeah. that's old school or MD twenty twenty. Oh yeah, <laughs> Stra- Strawberry Hill was it? Yeah, Strawberry. Yeah, there's all kinds of old stuff back then. The sangria stuff. Oh, they still have all of them. Oh, yeah, they're still out there. The only one they got there. rid of, they had a, a orange one. I forgot what the name of it. Orange Blossom or something to that effect. Yeah. And they got rid of that one for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, who knows? Hmm. Well, that's good that you had a good time. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, that's And drank that's awesome. a lot of wine. Yeah, and drank a lot of wine. <laughs> Did you buy some, by the way? Uh, we came home with about 15 bottles. <laughs> I was just going to say, did you come home with a case? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. More than a case. <laughs> oh, that's where they get you, right? You taste them and say, oh, this tastes really good. Let me have a couple. Then you go to another place. Oh, this tastes good. Let me have a well, couple. Well, yeah, it's smart. Yeah. I mean, that some places you had yeah. to pay for the tasting. Other places yeah. just give it to you for free. Yeah. yeah. Some places where you had to pay for it, they give you that amount off of a bottle when sure. you buy it. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right. Anyway, so, guys. Yes. John, you were at uh, the uh, sports specialist show, their yes, tackle uh, show, the spring show. Well, Ron was there yeah, also. Yeah, Ron was there. Yeah, you guys saw uh, Did you see anything new or basically a lot of the same stuff? Well, all of the manufacturers almost always come out with something new. I mean, you 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 know, you have your basic things like plastic worms and that that are pretty, pretty much the same every year. But Daiwa, uh, Shimano, uh, Minn Kota, they all have a new product for 2017. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they're all they're all nice and they all got a lot of bells and whistles, but along with that goes the price. Yeah, well, you know what I've always found is that manufacturers they got to come out with a new name or a new color, because just like with cars, mm-hmm. they come out with a new name, new colors or whatever, or new features on it. It's basically like you take a, a Shimano or a Daiwa reel or whoever Kuma, you take a, a one of their spinning reels, right? Well, they're basically the same reel. They might add a few be- bells and whistles, but it's basically the same real internal workings, and then they give it another name. Yeah, and they, they put know? a little more makeup on them yeah, on the outside. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And with, like, plastics, you mentioned plastics. Like, they'll come out with some new colors. It's the same stuff, just different colors. You, you, know? Know, you know what the bad thing about about the, the color selections, uh, we were talking about this last week, is that they were put down in the catalog. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, some exotic name, you know, monkey puke, uh, yeah, monkey puke, yeah. or something like that. And when you're when you're trying to order product, and you're looking at monkey puke, it's you, like you what is even, that? What, what does it look like? Yeah, what color is that? Yeah, so it really makes it hard. Instead of they could have said brown and black or something like that, you know, but yeah. they say monkey puke, and it's like, okay, what is this? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I was always looking in in sports specialist catalog because I wanted to put in. Um, 
uh, what do you call it, uh, black skirt with orange blades, right? Yep. Because that's a very hot color. And I could never find any. Well, Northland Tackle was making them all the time, but they called them Blackbird. They didn't say black and orange. They said Blackbird. Well, what the heck is a Blackbird? Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it was like, and then when Frankie, from the salesman from Sports Specialist, said, Oh no, that's the black and orange you've been looking for. <laughs> and I said, Oh, over all these after all these years, that's the one. Right in front of you. Yeah, and, and unless you have like a manufacturer's catalog that shows all the colors, right. If you don't have one of those, you're you're just lost because they give all the I know I was looking yeah, at musky yeah. stuff and it was saying all these different names of things. It's like, what is that? But right. but do you ever look at if you do and I did a catalog, all right? Up until the oh, flood. Oh, years ago, you yeah, you yeah, had the, the, the musky flood, catalog. The flood almost buried me. Uh, but now you have to list because they'll come out with two pages of colors of the same bait. Mm-hmm. And then they have five baits with all the same colors. So you have to. And different sizes, too. In different sizes. <laughs> yeah. We had to list all of that. I mean, it's a pain. We were going to go to color the, the year we flooded out, and thank God we didn't put, we were going to put a little thumbtag of what color monkey puke is. Because yeah. there's, there's <laughs> monkey puke in about five different uh, color variations. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, or five different lures. With five different. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, five, I know. Five that, different lures with yeah. five different, totally different yeah. uh, uh Colors. Yeah, and you know, and and a lot of these uh, distributors, they come out with this book that's got just numbers and names and black and white. Black. Well, there's no pictures even right. because the catalog for next season isn't ready yet. So you know, <laughs> you, you you know, you're like uh, it's like juggling. It's like, well, which one do I do? I was going through that uh, over at Smokies and over at Sherpers. I was just driving me nuts on some of that stuff, but. You know, the thing is, is that you got a lot of the basic stuff, you know, right. all the stuff that you know you're going to get, you know, you might add a few new things like at Smokies, we're going to be adding chatter baits. We're going to be adding some swim jigs, uh, you know, stuff that, you know, guys are looking for and want, you know, so right. we'll be adding a few of those, you know, not a lot, just certain colors, even over at Sherpers, I'm going to be adding in some Mr. Champs, some little Cleos. Not a lot, you know, maybe two sizes, four colors of each. That's all, you know. You're doing just like the manufacturers, mm-hmm. adding a, line, <laughs> adding, I, a add, color yeah. every year. You keep expanding. Well, no, we're not going to expand too much because, you, you know, you only have so much room, and every shop only has so much room, you know. Right. So you got to, like, like, pick and choose. Like, choose. like last year I did an experiment at, uh, at Sherpers where I – Put in a chatterbaits. I think I put in six colors, okay, one size, and they all sold. I put in like four of each or something, you know, and they all sold. So I know chatterbaits will sell, you know. So definitely, I'll expand that a little bit this year. Up at uh, 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 Midwestern Shooter Supply, couple number couple years back, uh, Randy decided to try those flicker shads. Remember when yes. uh, Berkeley came out with flicker shads, and and he got even a special color for their place only. You know, that they're the only ones that had it, and he bought a lot of them. And when you buy a lot of them, you can get a better deal on them. So he was able to sell them really cheap, right? Right. I think they were like two ninety nine. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Yeah, they were two ninety nine, which is really, well, he wasn't making much money on them, but man, he sells a lot of those, you know. Yeah, gets them in the store, Yeah, too, right? yeah, yeah, it gets people in and all that. So, 
But over at Smokies, you know, we're we're done with the our spring order. Right. We're ready for that now. And Smokies closes uh well, no later when? than January 1st. Yeah, no no later. That'll no later. be the final day. But right. if the lake freezes up before that, well, what it depends upon yeah. is how much of the lake freezes. The east yeah. side always freezes first, but uh, right. when the, when the west side gets to where there's no access to it, we're pretty much done. Yeah, and then we'll we'll stay open. Uh, let's just say the west side freezes over the first week of December. We'll stay open for the next two or three weekends for Christmas shopping. Yeah, right, right for Christmas, but gifts. just on the yeah, weekends, and, right? And and also some people like to catch their first muskie through the ice. And, they'll come and, that, out. and that's possible, too. It's possible yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, I know Bushy was teasing me about it last last week, but I didn't get to finish the story. I was rereading that book, Time on the Water, by Bill oh, Gardner. okay. Right. And his last days of muskie fishing, now back then, you know, he was doing this in 1981 when he was out doing the everyday fishing for a year, for a season, right? His last days of fishing were ice fishing up north, and and that's when it ended on uh, well, it, the it, last day of November. Well, it does north of Highway Ten. The season closes on yeah, thir- that's November thirtieth. Right, north, right, right. And uh, anyway, he uh, he was out ice fishing for him, you know. So, and I forgot all about that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, but, you know that has it. Since the season has been extended to uh, December thirty first. And we have had ice a couple of those years since then. Um, there really hasn't been. A, we were a little concerned if there was going to be this mass influx of guys setting up tip-ups out there, you know, 100 yards apart yeah. and tip-ups all over the place. That really hasn't occurred. No, not not really, no. no. It hasn't been. So, uh, you, you know, in you, that respect for the muskies, well, it's probably good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people just don't know that. Yeah. And uh, I know Gordy's at the shop. He's going to be at the shop this morning. Right. But he wanted me to mention something that a really neat donation for the Three Charlies tournament that's coming up next week, Saturday, one week from today. Yep. And we'll tell you more about that when we come back to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies. I don't Supplies. even know about that. Well, I'm going to. No, I know you don't. That's why I'm going to surprise you. You guys with have it. done an excellent job. I really want to say. Well, Ron, everybody... not me. Not me, him, those guys. Yeah, and the fine Rick, technicians. Rick, <laughs> yeah, the fine technicians from Smoke. Yeah, we'll be go. right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Brought to you, uh, you know, presented by Interstate Heating. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back, listeners. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented to you by Interstate Heating. Yeah, and we're coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. These studios, you know, they move around a lot. They do. (laughs) You know, we we got to move around with these things. They do. Where where did John go anyway? He just he just just took off. You know, he's need to get a coffee. Yeah, Wake oh, up a little. Was that what it is? Maybe I should go get a coffee, too. Let Ron here by himself. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot. Well, no, one of the interesting things, Gordy, one of the fine technicians out at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, uh, told me the other day that the fire department out there in Pewaukee donated $100 to the 
Three Charlies tournament for uh, musky stocking. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, of course, Three Charlies tournament always looks for donations because they want everybody to walk away with a prize, right, Ron? Everybody will go home with something. With something, yeah. And, as and, matter- and it won't be junk. No. As a matter of fact, Sherpers is uh, donating, I don't know how many, but he's donating a, a, a number of gift certificates. You know, to come and buy stuff at Sherpers, and uh, you know, I'm, we. Should... I'm, I'm sorry, I, I missed this. Oh, but that's I got all right. Snagged with we were talking about. You were uh, talking with Mike McGivern about the church coming up, <laughs> and one of the kids that had worked for us in previous years, okay. yeah, is coming on. Uh, the show on Wednesday, they're taping him on on Wednesday. Oh. Uh, uh, the guy that had uh, what show? Placed across uh, his heart. Uh, Mike, well, Mike has that show. I think it's um oh church. It's oh uh, faith in the zone. Faith, faith in the zone. Yeah, that's what it was. Right, Richard Dick Crane. Oh, Richard okay. Crane. Yeah, okay. He and used to work gonna, for you. He used yes. to work for us. Right. Oh, okay. He's been on the show before. Oh, on okay. this show. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. when you used to ask everybody walking down the street. Street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Greg, did you know that years ago? Seriously, John. I remember one time we were at a a. a, a, a McDonald's drive-through, and he asked the guy who's giving him the stuff, "You like to fish?" The guy says, "Yeah, why?" He says, "Well, why don't you come on the show? <laughs> what show?" <laughs> I mean, this guy. People would come over to the musky shop, and and, and oh, you'd just be somebody out at the dock. Hey, why, you like to fish? Why don't you come on the show? <laughs> hey, we we needed we needed people. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a but, show for the people. Yeah, but. Oh God, John! Well, there were there were times that there were so many people in this in the former studio, which was really small. Yeah. Do you remember that one, Greg? Mm-hmm. I had seven. Oh, I we had a whole band in there one time, and yeah. their yeah. manager. Oh yeah, that's right. So there's the three of us, the three guys in the band, their manager, and I think the manager's daughter or something, plus the producer. There must have been ten people in there, and a professor may have been there too. And, and you never, yeah, I don't know. I think that was before the professor. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it, 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 John used to line up people like, oh my God. He used to have people, we, we'd walk in in the morning and then all of a sudden there'd be these strangers there. Who are these people? And then John, and then John would say to us, I, who are these people? Well, you invited them, John. <laughs> well, well, John, what's their names? I don't know. I forgot all about it. You know, and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> Ask ask them who they what their names are, and then then, then I'll know. You'll say, it you know, it's amazing the things that have gone on in this show. You know, we're we're ten years into this thing now. Yeah, that's a pretty long time. It is, and and it has grown too. And and we appreciate all the listeners, you know, and we appreciate all our sponsors and advertisers. I mean, without them, we wouldn't have a show. Well, correct. And it, well, in the beginning, it was all John. Yeah. You know, it was all John because of the fact that we didn't have any sponsors. Heavily subsidized by the Lehman family. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, but anyway, hey, listen, uh, I wanted to talk to you about something. Yeah. Um, When it comes to, you know, fall fishing, uh, you know, a lot of guys turn their their thoughts to You were in the middle of donations or anything. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, that's right. I I was saying it just as you came in. uh, The fire department out in Pewaukee donated $100 towards uh, the three Charlies tournament for buying muskies for next year. Yeah, why are they doing that? Mm. They have taken such good care of me. Yeah, well, I, well, we take care of them, too, when they have their their outings and stuff. Yeah. 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 It's a tit-for-tat type of thing. 
but they've taken me down those stairs in a stretcher. Yeah. <laughs> and those. So many times I can't count on my yeah. hands and feet. Uh, those are narrow stairs, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, With a no. big twist in it. Personally, if it was me, I would just throw you out the window and yeah. say, catch this put guy. A, Get out one of those big tarps and catch him. Yeah, put a trampoline <laughs> out <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, folks, I you know, be, before I get in that other thing, uh, you know, I mean, if you're looking for, like, vintage outboard motors, if you're looking for mounts of animals, like uh, like a wolf, a sheep, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever, I mean, all kinds of different mounts, John still has some of that stuff left, and uh, he's selling that stuff. So if you're looking for vintage outboards. They're in two different, three yeah. different buildings right now. So if anybody's interested, the furthest building is our other bait shop, which is uh, two miles down the road. And then the other one is right next door to the muskie shop. So mm -hmm. uh, if you guys want to look at it when you're out there muskie, after you're, after you're done muskie fishing, yeah. uh, either I'll be there or someone will be there too. Yeah. You know, I, and I'll tell you one thing that somebody really might be interested in. Uh, John has these six-foot-tall life-size paintings of one of them's with Aaron Rodgers, and one of them is with uh, Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun, thank you. And uh, they were done by the famous Pewaukee artist who does all the sports stuff. What's his last name? Uh, Don Don the Muskie Hunter knows. He's yeah. from Oconomowoc. Yeah, from Oconomowoc. Yeah. He, uh, shoot, the last name ends with a ski. I know that. Yeah, but dang I, it, and I got his book. Yeah, he yeah. got the, his pamphlet. Oh, he, I mean, he's done. His his very popular one was a Brett Favre. He had that one with Brett Favre and the different. Oh, and there's some other guys. Well, he in does it other too. teams though, too. Oh yeah, he does whatever. Oh, the guy's an awesome artist. But anyway, John has two of these life size ones that, like, if you know somebody, was with supposed a, to go in a, the restaurant. Yeah, if there, if you know somebody's so got a, a restaurant or a bar. Talking piece. Man, I'll tell you what. These are awesome. They are beautiful. They are. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, this time of year, oh, by the way, 799-1250 is the phone number if you want to make any questions or comments, or you can always contact contact us live. You can email us at uh, ceoguys at yahoo.com, and I do uh, have the co computer up and running. We, we should, so there's no shock. Uh, the pictures together... Uh, if you buy both of them, it's three thousand dollars for both, or one seventy-five for Se each. Seventeen fifty for each. Yeah. Seventeen fifty yeah, for yeah. each. Yeah. All right. Well, there. No shock. Uh, no. Somebody walks in and thinks it's you know maybe a cardboard. Two hundred No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A cardboard fold. Oh fold yeah. Out no, of no. Or whatever. And no, they're in frames. It's a, it's. And it's it's, and it, it's, it's a, an, a a painting that's done yeah. by the computer. Yeah. Uh, the artist, yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty sharp. But anyway, um, I was going to get to musky fishing. A lot of people, a lot of guys turn their thoughts to musky fishing this time of the year. Everybody yep. wants to get out with the suckers and all that. I'm just hoping that uh, we don't go into turnover tomorrow. So <laughs> the water the water temperature has been hovering right around 60 for the last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, yeah. Well, out on Oconomowoc last week, uh, at first it was 58. And by the time it was time to go, it was 62. Yeah. So, you know, it, it fluctuates. Early in the morning, it's going to be a little cooler. If you got a sunny day, it's going to be a little warmer in the afternoon, you know, a couple degrees. So, but I'm, yeah, I just, I, because that turnover period is terrible. Well, we're going to, we're going to probably be going up in temperature in the next few days. It's going to be, yeah. I, I believe, in the low 70s the next few days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah today and tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. 
So, so anyway, uh, but when you know, boy, that that's that's hurting fishing. No, not really, not really. Those muskies are in staging areas I right know. now. I'm talking about bluegill and perch. Oh yeah, I'll tell you. You go into the shallows now. You know, if you're uh, looking for, uh, but here, here's something though. When you go into shallows and you don't see anything, I mean, this is the time of year when you go in and fall, and from now until the rest of fall, you 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 look around around the docks and the shallow water, you don't see anything. I mean, nothing. Right. Maybe leaves laying down there, but nothing. Right. But if you find the right spot on That's a lake, it. Yeah. you will find tons of bass and bluegills in shallow by around some docks. On Oconomowoc Lake, there was I'm not going to tell you exactly where, but there was two or three docks in one area, all right, that was loaded with bass and bluegills. Mm. Do you remember really the time that we got invaded by the bass and bluegill? Yes, yes. I mean, they were they was, they were just invaded. They're all over the place. Oh, it, yeah. it was They're, it was from the bottom. Yeah. Six feet down, solid. Yeah. And the bluegill were nine inches. Yeah. No, we measured them. They were nine-inch yeah. bluegill. Okay, wow. caller what, 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 what did you want to say, Greg? Uh, caller just called in and asked, and he wants to you guys to explain what it means when a lake turns over. Okay, well, we'll do that. Uh, I can tell you real think, quick. Yeah. Okay, real quick. In the begin- This is, uh, you know, once the water warms up, the, the surface water is warmer. And then the water at the bottom, let's say you got 40 feet of lake, right, 40 feet deep. The surface is warmer. The bottom is cooler. And as that surface water starts to cool in the fall, once it gets to the temperature where it's colder than the water that's down deeper, as you know, heat rises, cold sinks. So the the water on the top, the colder water sinks down. The warmer water on the bottom goes up. And you have a uh, uh, what do you, uh, a mixing of, of everything. Homogenized. You know? Yes, homogenization. Yes, yes. The lake basically does turn over its water. And then after after turnover after turnover, you got a, a a temperature that's within a few degrees up and down. You know, you got dissolved oxygen up and down. Uh, you know, it, but during that turnover period, which could last three to five days, whatever. That is a nightmare for fishing. There, there are times that the lakes actually smell. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Because it will, the, you will get yeah. that musty smell. Yeah, the stuff, the junk from the bottom is yep. coming up to the surface, and it, it almost yep. smells like a septic system. Yeah. <laughs> and there's actually in 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 really 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 early, right after ice out, there's an actually a turnover at that time right. too. But yeah. that not as pronounced. I mean, it's pronounced, but it happens so fast that nobody even cares and worries about it. Right. But that fall turnover is a time period where you don't want to be out on a lake then. And there's floating junk, gar- junk around, you know, and and it's and there's a bit of a smell, and it's just and the fish you can't are stand confused. The smell? No, no, it's just there's a bit of a smell, and and the fish are just confused. You know, it, it's just a tough time. But once turnover is over, oh, once it's done, that that is a great time for fishing. Yep, for catching too. Hey, listen, we're going to be right back with the gut report. And then, of course, we got the horn schwaggle. So stay tuned. We got a lively show this morning, folks. We're coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. So we'll be back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The gut report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, it's a good thing Bushy is in here today to tease me because. Well, I'll come. Well, you guys can tease me because I got a couple, two different things today. Real, they're two quick ones. 
Okay, you know when you eat <laughs> celery, how you get those uh, stringy sure. fibers, yes. you know, and that's why yeah, that kind of turns off a lot of people. Well, a number of years ago, I was watching a, a, a cooking show, and they the guy said to peel your celery with yeah. like a potato peeler, right? Okay. I've been doing that ever since, and you know what? Celery is a lot more enjoyable eating. Like if you put uh, cream cheese stuff in the middle sure. of it or whatever, it's a lot more enjoyable without those fibers, you know, those stringy fibers. So try it, folks. Peel your celery. It really does work. It makes a big difference. I always you know, thought that was dental floss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, do, you, do you crack it and then no, just no, pull no, it No, no, no. You use, use a peeler. peeler. Use See, a I peeler. Always crack it yeah. and then pull it back, that, and there might be one or two floating. Right. That's that's another way to do it. But a peeler will a peeler will, works. Will, will really that's work. That's going to yeah. be a lot easier. Yeah, and so and then the other thing too is you know whenever you go to a fish fry, lemons are always put out on the side, right? right? With fish, you know, to squeeze some lemon juice on it. And we, you know, a lot of people like lemon juice, but here's a little twist: try a lime. If you like the flavor of lime, okay, try a yeah, try a little lime squirt on there instead of the lemon. You'll be surprised. You know, it gives it a little bit different kick, and uh, you might like it, you might not. Then again, you'll never know unless you try. The cut, uh, the gut report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist mm. on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. What, what was that song? Put the lime in, in the, the coconut, coconut and drink, drink it, it all, all up. up. Yes. That was a Donovan song, I believe. Uh I don't. I have. Yeah. No I don't know. But I was just gonna say I should go on Discount Liquor site to see what's on special this week. Because you, know, you know me, I like specials. <laughs> yeah, and they run some specials. Yeah, you. You they know do. That. They do. During yeah. the break, we had a yeah. caller call in, and he wanted to know if, with this warming trend coming up, if 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 the lake had turned over, right, and with a warming trend coming, if the water's going to warm up again, will the lake turn over a second time? And that answer would be more than likely not. Yeah. Definitely, it's just not yeah. going to warm up enough to create that differential. Right. And we ne we, we don't have enough that much warmer weather in the fall to make that big of a difference. Right. I mean, that that's just the way things are. Yeah. So it ain't, it ain't going to make a difference. You but. know, one other thing that uh, some of our listeners may or may not be aware of is that, you know, as water temperature rises or cools, the density or the viscosity of the water changes. And so the reason that ice cubes or ice floats is that at 39 degrees, the differential, the, the warm water then sinks after 39 degrees, and the cold water then floats, and that's why ice floats, and and you know, the lake doesn't freeze on solid to the bottom of the lake. Yeah, just under the ice, it's like 33, 34 degrees. Right. And then the further you go down, the warmer it gets. It's like 36 degrees. Can even be as high as 39 degrees right. down near the bottom. So you know, it, you know. Water and its temperature and all that stuff, it's very interesting, you know? It's very yep, interesting. It is. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, in the spring, you know, fish are waiting for their, that's ingrained in them, their water temperature for spawning, you know? Right. And that's, they're going to do it. You know, I'd like yes, to John. take a look at records and see how many records were taken and when. And has the new electronics raised 
a fish catch in specific species. You know, go through and do walleye, go through yeah, and do yeah. bass, mm-hmm. smallmouth, and largemouth, mm-hmm. and, and then go back years before and see if there's a difference. But most of the records that are being broken now are being broken from way back. We have, we've had a section in there where we didn't have many uh, records broken in the bluegill uh-huh. in the in the this, the uh, panfish area, but not in the game fish, except in smallmouth and largemouth, I believe. Yeah, yeah, well, not around here, but well, like smallmouth bass, for an example, Michigan. They got a, uh, the state of Michigan has a new smallmouth record. It's it's like uh, nine point nine eight or nine point nine pounds. It's almost ten pounds, Whoa. right? Holy cow! Yeah, that's their new record that was just caught, you know, a few weeks back. And so, you know, and and there have been and and you know they had that tournament. They had a a, a, ba- a elite bass tournament up on. Uh, Lake Malax, okay, which is known for walleyes, right? Right, and of course there was a little bit of uh, stoppage put to that because the number, the population of walleyes was way down. Right. We won't go into all that, but anyway, so he, the, all these really, really good bass fishermen from around the country were up there, and it opened the eyes of a lot of people about how many large smallies there are in Lake Malax. Yep. No kidding, guys were upset with catching three and four pounders. These these tournament pros, oh yeah, they were upset. Well, this is only a four pounder. Yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, they were look. They were catching fives wow. and sixes. You know, yeah. You know, for the most part, people go to northern Wisconsin to catch walleyes and or muskies and crappies, but the bass fisheries <sighs> in northern Wisconsin is especially is the smallmouth fishery yes. and, and largemouth too. Largemouth also. Yeah, I mean it is. I mean really, smallies in northern Wisconsin on some of those lakes that over the last ten years has just exploded. Yep. And they're monsters up there. You know, you brought up Michigan, and uh, Michigan's number one son is Kevin Van Dam. Right, right. Uh, he's, uh, you know, most of our listeners will know he's an outstanding bass fisherman. Well, yesterday yesterday was uh, Van Dam's birthday. He turned 49, and I just was looking up things. Take a guess at how much money he has won in bass fishing tournaments. Uh, Take a wildest guess. Okay. $4 million. Kevin Van Dam has won $6 million fishing for bass. Oh, wow. The next closest fisherman is Skeet Reese with $3.1 million. Wow. That's unbelievable. It's the all-time money winner, and I'm pretty certain there's no walleye anglers that have even gotten close to that. No, walleye no. Circuits. No, because in those elite tournaments and the big BASS and elite tournament trails and that, that prize money, and it's top-heavy, too. It's huge. Yeah, and it's big money. Yeah, yeah $6 million. Dollars. Yeah, wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and, and, you know, add on to that the money he gets for his personal service contracts from his sponsors. Oh, oh boy. Oh, he's yeah. Been, and, you know, he's money. big into Bass Pro Shops, obviously. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. got his own line of, of lures to also. Oh, of so, course, yeah. So he's he's making some big money catching fish. Good for <laughs> him. Yeah. Good yeah, for him. So, yeah. We got to go to. Does he want to buy a bait shop? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, we got to go to a break, but we need a caller at 799-1250 to play the Hornschwaggle. Now, the Hornschwaggle is real easy. It's uh, First of all, it's brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. And all you got to do is answer two out of three questions correctly, and you will win a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages. So be a caller right now at 414-799-1250. Ron's going to ask you three questions. 
So be that caller, be the contestant, get two out of three correct, and you get that $10 gift certificate. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Coming to you from... Welcome back to the Cutting Edge Outdoors, and now it is time to play Horn Schwaggle, brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. When you want fine meats, when you want fine sausages, and if you want a free tasty treat, <laughs> Bucky's in McGuanago is the place to go. Uh, okay, we got Dan on the line. Good morning, Dan. Hello. Yeah, you know how this works, right? All right. Well, Ron, take it away. All right, Dan. Uh, we're you know driving into work today. We're looking at man. The moon was bright this morning. It's almost a full moon. It's like you could have just about read a book. So, having said that, with tomorrow, October sixteenth, being the full moon, many people would call this event the Harvest Moon. Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle? That's a no Hornschwaggle. That's a Hornschwaggle. The full moon. Yeah. The full moon. Uh, is that is closest to the autumn equinox is called the harvest moon. Yeah, that's the one in September, right? It was September uh, 22nd. Okay. The hunter's moon is the full moon, clo- uh, the next full moon after the harvest moon. So, so this okay. is the hunter's moon. This is the hunter's moon right now. Right. Even though it's October and you're thinking people are harvesting, <laughs> technically no. it's not. Okay. Well, that's okay, Dan. You got two more shots. Two more shots. Last week, our DNR planted approximately 35,000 6 to 7 inch walleyes in Pewaukee Lake. The reason that the fish were stocked later in the year, as they were this year, is they tend to have a better chance of survival at that size. Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle? No Hornschwaggle. Exactly. All right. Good. That away. That's one. Okay. You're, you're halfway home. Okay. Last question. This pertains to musky fishing. Musky fishing season in Wisconsin, in southern Wisconsin, closes on December 31st. The reason that it is closed is muskies do not feed in the winter and are uncatchable. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? That's a hornschwaggle. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> you, you did good. Yeah. You did good. All right. The easy well, one was the tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, Dan, I'm going to send that $10 gift certificate out to you. It'll be in the mail uh, Monday morning. Perfect. All right. Just stay on hold so I can get your info. Yeah, and stay on hold. Greg will get all the info from you, okay? Thanks. All right. Hold on, Dan. Well, I'm glad we got a winner because I like sending out those gift certificates. That's right. You better believe it. And, and and Bucky's was so nice, they provided envelopes for him, too. Yes, that was very nice. I was hoping they would have provided the stamps. Stamps? Oh, they didn't. <laughs> Nobody does. No. Nobody provides that, That's stamps. okay. I know. That's no no problem. I got some change here in, in my pocket. <laughs> Come on. I gave I fed that one up to you. Yeah. You teed that one up for you. Yeah, I teed that up for you, John. Don't go looking around. There's nobody over there. <laughs> oh, oh man! You know, you know, we, we, you know. In, in well, what I huh? was thinking is, I'm not here in my truck. I'm here in Ron's truck. Otherwise, I got probably fifteen dollars in change. I would give you the whole thing <laughs> and, of change, and I, I would in- take it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You better believe it. Uh, listen. Uh, you know, th- this time in the fall, especially late fall when it gets really, really cold out, right? right? 
And uh, a lot of people when they when they're out musky fishing, you know, there there's three different types of line you can use, but actually one of them nobody uses anymore. The the regular braided cat gut line or whatever you would call it, you know, the old braided line. The, the old braids were nobody, sometimes nylon or dacron. Right, yeah. Nobody really uses that anymore. So basically you got two choices. You got either monofilament or you got the super braids. Correct. Right? Now, I'm asking you, Ron, as a musky aficionado, <laughs> what do you prefer? I mean, you, you. I mean, everybody's got their preferences, but what do you prefer? Well, I prefer the braids nowadays. The uh, a lot of people call them super braids, but they are incredibly tough. The knot strength is very, very good. And uh, back in the old days, when I started fishing, when I was using uh, dacrons and nylon lines. You'd have to retie the line two, three times a day, and, and after every fish. And with these new braids, you could go all week oh, without yeah. retying your lines. Yeah. Um, they're, they cast very well. Um, monofilament, you know, it just it, it can get coily if you buy an, uh, an inferior monofilament, and it just doesn't cast as well mm-hmm. for musky fishing. Well, you know, I thought we were ice fishing for musky. No, no. no. Uh, that's what. Roll this back and see. You know what? Holy the, God, I gotta the, be. You know something's the, wrong with. Me. Yeah, well, there is. The nylon and and dacron uh, braided lines of years ago is still being made, and a lot of guys prefer that for ice fishing. Correct. Because it's a little bit thicker. It's not as thin as the super braids. Yes. It's thicker. It's easier to handle ice fishing on your tip ups. You know, to bringing in fish hand over hand. Yep. And so that's always going to be popular with ice anglers. Right. I think. But for for casting lures, uh, the braids mm-hmm. are. Head and shoulders are the best. Yeah. Now, now I find that, you know, well, monofilament, you said about the coiling effect, you know, all monofilament has memory, you know. So it's all, when it first comes off that spool, it's going to have memory. But after a while, once it absorbs water, because mono does absorb water, once it absorbs the water, then you you lose that memory aspect of it. Now, you know, you know, Ron, it's funny. I, I, I went back to mono, even for my musky fishing. Okay. Especially with my sucker rigs, because of the fact that I never have too much line out. Yeah, that's true. uh, You know, it's only, uh, you know, maybe eight, ten feet below the boat. So we really don't have a lot of line out. So I'm not going to, I don't worry that much about the stretch at all. It's the casting where you got to worry about a little bit of that stretch. Years ago, but no, but the thing is, is I like that with, with the suckers that are close to the boat where I don't have a lot of line out because of that, that, because I want that little bit of stretch factor, because they are so close to the boat, and one turn of that muskie's head could rip the hooks right out, could do some... It's not going to break the line. It's not going to break the leader or the hook generally, you know. I mean, it's rods generally aren't going to break either. Basically, your biggest problem is the hook ripping out of the fish's mouth. Yes. So I like that little bit of stretch. It's kind of like a shock absorber that your rod is acting like too, you know. So, but everybody's got their own personal preferences, though. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, years ago, yeah. when I was younger and dumber, I, and I fished really late into the year, uh, I did use some like forty and fifty pound test monofilament on my rods for sucker fishing because uh, we'd be fishing in below freezing temperatures, and the monofilament line would not freeze right. down on your spool like a braid. Does right. absorb yeah. water, and yeah. it, it'll it'll literally, literally freeze up. You on know the that spool. that's a good point. When it gets so cold, right. you know, it could freeze up on a spool. Yeah, yeah. Monofilament that'll if, if yeah. you have to pull line off, it just 
pops off. You what know, pound are you fishing then? Are you you going to 12, 14, or 40, 20? 40 or 50 pound uh, monofilament. Yeah, and monofilament, I, 40 to 50 pounds. And yeah. you know what's funny? I, I mean, you can't get a lot of line on your reel no. with that size line. I've been using 25 pound mono, mm-hmm. believe it or not, for many years, and I have never broken a line on a fish. Now, granted, I have not caught 50 inches like you do, Ron. <laughs> Okay, but I mean, I've caught fish in the mid to upper forties, you know, in, in yep. range, and I've never broken a line. How how long never. till break? Uh, as a matter of fact, it's coming up right now. Oh, but we we, we got uh, we got a lot more stuff coming up, folks. So stay tuned for the second hour. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 